Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says. This is episode number 380. That's right, my friends. It's been that long. <laughs> and I am back. Now, a lot of you already listened to the other podcast uh, called The S. Anthony Thomas Show. So if you haven't subscribed to that, go ahead. You're going to love that. That's why that's that's just straight up comedy for the most part. And here it's usually a little more me from now on. So as some of you know, on the that have been following me on social media, you know that I lost my uncle, my last uncle on the 28th of December. And I appreciate the condolences. It does mean a lot when the people that, you know, realize that you're going through some things and they say, you know, they give you their condolences and, and kind words. So I appreciate that very, very much. Much love to you all for that. I appreciate that. But I want to tell you something. This is a unique situation. Obviously, I'm very, very sad because this is the uncle that I spent the most time with. You know, I'm 51 years old. And obviously, all three of my uncles knew me my entire life. I lost the other two three years ago. And this uncle a couple of weeks ago, obviously. So, what's the best way that I'll describe it? I don't have any uncles left. That was my last uncle. You know, I have no uncles left. Okay. And these three guys were, you know, really, really around me a lot, you know, especially over the last 20 years or so. You know, my uncle, my uncle Junior died first. My uncle Jimmy died second and rest in peace to my uncle Dave, who was the last one to pass away. Now, it's amazing to me because those three guys were kind of linked together. You know, they were kind of a unit. You know what I mean? Even though I had a, a relationship with each one of them individually. You know, and I knew a lot about them and they knew a lot about me and we had serious conversations and that kind of thing. You know, guy advice in both directions in the beginning, obviously coming from their direction to me as a young person and then back and forth as you become a, an adult and a middle aged man. And basically you start off, you know, uncle, kid, uncle, teen, uncle, adult, uncle, middle aged guy. And then it's just two dudes. Right. Talking. But this uncle is the one that I spent the most time with because when I when the other two uncles were gravely ill, gravely ill, it would be Uncle Dave and me. We would go and take them to the doctor's appointments, get the medicines, make sure they took the medicines, make sure this one goes to chemo, make sure this one does that. Bah, 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 bah. Every day, every day, Monday through Friday, we would go and make these trips to this person's hospital and this person's hospice and this person going this and this person going that. Sometimes the trips to see Uncle Jimmy would be about a half an hour one way. Uncle Junior, when near the end, unfortunately, near the end of his life, he was in a place where, you know, a hospice. And that was 45 minute ride to go see him each way. And because he was the one that was the sickest, we would see him three days and Uncle Jim on the other two days. Because at the time he was just he was just, you know, we needed to be in the hospital, but we weren't thinking that he was going to we weren't going to lose him. And obviously we check in on him more than that. But I'm talking about when you go there and stay there for a while. But then Uncle Junior passes away. And then within a year, um, Jimmy passes away, surprised everybody. We didn't know that was going to happen. And it was a weird thing because then it was me and Uncle Dave. And I would spend time with him and take, because then he wasn't feeling well. And he wasn't doing too hot. So I would, I would go with him and he would go to this place and that place. And 
And it's really an interesting thing because, like I said, you think of them as a unit. You think of them as a unit. You always link them together. They were the brothers and they were the male links to my childhood and my teenage years in the family because those were the older guys around me. You know, those are the guys that give you a sip of beer when you're supposed to not, you're not supposed to have a sip of beer. Those are the guys that pull you to the side. This is what you do with the ladies, man. You do, 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 do this, do that, do, 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 you know, those are the guys that sneak you into the bar so you can see what it's like to hang around with the guys. You go to the, you go to the barbershop and hang out with the guys, man. Yeah. Make a man out of you. Throw the football. Yeah. <laughs> That's who they were for me. And very funny guys, obviously. But my last uncle, Uncle Dave, the one that passed away recently, I was the closest to him because I spent the most time with him. Like I said, for the past 20 years, almost every day. But the other uncles, when they passed away, it was a little bit different because sometimes it'd be a day or two in a row where I wouldn't see them. Or if, if some other relative was had to fill in and go see them, sometimes it'd be three days or four days in a row. And this was a rare occasion, but there was a precedent for not seeing them for a few days in a row. I'd be calling the phone, but for not physically seeing them. So when you don't physically see someone every day and they are absent, there is a precedent for them, for you not seeing them. But not with Uncle Dave, because I saw him almost every day, Monday through Friday, absolutely, Sunday, absolutely, and occasionally on Saturday. So when you wake up the next day and he's been buried and the funeral is over, you feel it. You feel it every day because you saw him every day. There was no precedent over the past 20 years or so where there was more than a day where I wasn't in his presence. So it was felt immediately. Even the day after we lost him, the next day, he wasn't there to talk to. He didn't call me to ask me something. We didn't have a conversation. I didn't run over to his house to get this or talk about that. There was none of that. And I felt it immediately. And the next day when I woke up and the next day when I woke up and the next day when I woke and the next day when I woke up, I felt it immediately. The thing that made it even worse is because of the amount of time we used to travel around together. He was thought of as, as a part of a unit with me. People kind of whenever he would go someplace, they would go, where's this Anthony at? Or if I would go someplace, where's your Uncle Dave, huh? And right after he passed away, I had to go shopping. Place that I took him shopping. Went there out of habit. And the person that is the teller that we always would go to. She hadn't seen him in a while because he was in the hospital. And the last time she asked me about him and she said, how, and she asked how he was doing. I said, he's doing all right. Because at the time I thought he was doing all right. But obviously he's not doing all right he's gone and as I sat in the line preparing to pay for my groceries I looked at her face and she was smiling we were going to have our normal joking playful conversations and then it was like uh, choked up and my throat got kind of choked up and I started feeling sad again and I felt like a knot in my stomach because now I know as the lady in front of me boop is paying for her stuff. I know I'm next in line and I know she's going to say 
How's your uncle? I'm going to have to tell her. Boop, boop, boop. Lady before me goes away. And now my stuff is going up. Boop, boop, boop. And I know what she's going to say next. I know the next thing out of her mouth is going to be, where's your uncle? And the next thing out of her mouth was, where's your uncle? When I wanted to say something, but I couldn't right away. But I think she knew. Because she looked at my face and she stopped and she walked around the counter and she hugged me. She knew. And then I said it. And I was sad as I went to the car. Because under normal circumstances, he'd be standing right there with his cart. And I'd be, he'd be putting his stuff in the car too. But that's never going to happen again. It reminds me of... Now, I'm, like I said, I'm 51 years old. And I don't I know a big chunk of my audience is 18 to 34. I get that. And I know the other big chunk is, you know, roughly in my age range, you know, uh, you know, 35 to 54. I know that. 52% men, 48% women. But once you get to a certain age, young ones and the older ones understand what I'm talking about. You realize that the, your your friends are in clusters. If you're young, you still have your original friends. Maybe you just started to go to college or if you didn't go to college, I didn't go to college. If you go, didn't go to college, you go to your job and you have that group of friends. You have two groups of friends. But as you get older, as you get older, you get these chunks of friends from different points in your life. And I'm living right now not too far from where I was raised. So I have access to a big chunk of my friends from childhood, you know, grade school, high school. Right after high school, I started doing comedy. I got my comedy friends. I got my friends that are from traveling around the country. I have my current friends that have came on friendship line in the past 10 years or so. And the thing is, when you have friends, that group of friends from different chunks in your life, after a while, you don't think of them as separate entities. They kind of get to know each other. And then your group of friends expands. Your childhood friends know your friends that you made in the past 10 years and your high school friends, your comedy friends. Everybody kind of knows each other. And you don't separate them anymore. But what happens when, say, you had two friends from high school? Right there, your high school friends, you knew each other, you grew up with each other, everything was great, and something happens, and one of them gets sick and passes away. And something happens to another one, and he passes away. And you feel the sadness of losing those friends, but then there's a part of you that realizes as they pass on, as you go to the funerals, as you console the families, as you get to the point where you realize you're never going to see them again, you realize a part of you from that part of your life, high school, kind of floated away into the ether. So now you have a third sadness, the sadness of this guy being uh, dying, this guy dying, and now the sadness of that part of you going away. 
None of your new friends, your original friends, they don't know some of the things that these guys knew. The shorthand you had with those two guys doesn't exist anymore because there's no one to speak that shorthand with. They don't, other, other people understand you, but not in a unique way those guys did. That goes away. Now, the reason I said that is because these three uncles, that was my last uncle, there was a sadness and the pain of losing my Uncle Junior, Uncle Jimmy, and then Uncle Dave. He was the last of that group of guys that remember and that could that could remember things I did as a teenager that no one else knows about, as a young man that no one else but them knows about, things that they did that no one knows about but me. <laughs> Nothing bad, but just, you know, regular things. Little references I can't make. They're just memories now. And I realize as they drifted off to the next plane of existence, I will not see them again. And I've gotten used to the fact that I don't see my other two uncles again. And now I'm just going to have to go through the process of getting used to the fact that I'll never see Uncle Dave again. And that group, that part of me, that chunk of my life has gone away. But now that the pain of each one of them being gone has slowed. There's still now a dull sadness because those guys have gone away. So it's a little different when Uncle Dave goes because he was the last one. There's a different kind of sadness because he's the final link to that time period and the final link to those two guys. See, I could reference those two uncles with him. Obviously, they were his brothers. They were my uncles. I could reference them. I could talk about them. I could talk about things they did and said, and we'd laugh about it. And I couldn't even tell you about it. My podcast audience that I've had for six years because I would be too much to explain for you to understand. But the fact that I can explain and that you don't understand means I feel you kind of do understand because you've had similar relationships with your family members. And he's the last one. He was the last one. So it just makes me think, you know, what do you say to somebody that's was was your uncle? Right? And that you got old, he was your uncle and your big brother. And then he was your uncle, your big brother, and your friend. What do you say? What do you say to all three of them? Because I had that relation with all of them. They were my uncles, and they were my big brothers. And they then, when as I got older, became a man, they were my friends. What do you say to them? I'm happy to say that I was on good terms, extremely good terms, with all three of them when they left. All three of them. I was on good terms. That's one of the things I'm the most happy about. There's no regrets about, oh, I wish I could have said, I wish we could have done. I wish that they knew there was none of that. They knew. They knew that I loved them and they also knew, yeah, they were pains in the ass, but I loved them more than they were pains in the ass. (laughs) And they knew that. This is rest in peace, Uncle David. And to all of you, because now I'm going to, you're all together now. The only thing that you can say in this particular time, and this will be the last time I do this, is what do you say to these guys? You say that you love them, because I did. 
say that you're going to miss them because I do. You say that you're never going to forget them because I won't. And then you say, thank you. You may not have known that during your lifetime. But foibles and all, warts and all. You were good dudes, all three of you. And I watched the good things that you did. The good things that you said and the good advice you gave me. And I can honestly say every last, all three of you, all of you, whether you know it or not, or whether I knew it or not, I know it now. You made me better. And that's the thing I want to thank you for the most. So rest in peace, Uncle Jimmy. Rest in peace, Uncle Junior. And finally and recently, rest in peace, Uncle Dave. Much love to all of you.